Welcome back to A Lighter Life, Life with Less Baggage. I'm Julianne and this is episode five. I'm so glad you're back listening to us today and we're going to dive into a brand new topic called Why Be Normal. But before we dive into today's topic, I just want to kind of go over where we've been and what are some of the insights that you might be seeing or might be noticing from your last couple of weeks. So two weeks ago, we were working on the blame game and then we followed that up last week with being on the defense. And so this week, I want to grab those insights and then talk about how to move forward from that. So I hope you've been journaling the last couple of weeks. And as as an exciting little side note, I have created a journal just for this podcast. It's called uh, A Lighter Life, Life with Less Baggage, the Companion Journal. And you can find that on Amazon. And you can also find it on my blog. My blog is just called lifewithlessbaggage.com. And you can find it there or again, just search Life With Less Baggage on Amazon and you'll find the journal. And what it allows you to do is journal your experiences, your thoughts with each episode. So feel free to go out there and grab that on Amazon and I hope that will help you. But again, journaling is really, I think, an essential part of getting the value out of this podcast and really learning how to lighten your life and get a lot of that baggage out. So I want to share some of my insights from the last couple of weeks and the big shift that I felt happen. And I hope that you're feeling that too. And again, add that in the comments if, you know, what your experiences have been. So when we talked about the blame game, you know, I mentioned how much it was, you know, how I was noticing how often I was blaming people. And, you know, when I was journaling, I was finding it happened so fast, you know, right in the beginning of the day, I was already into that blame. And this week, I really noticed that it was, there was nothing to journal about that. It was gone. Um, I was focusing again on the defense and I kind of felt maybe towards the beginning of the week, you know, I I was still feeling a little defensive, but it was definitely to a lesser degree. And as the week went on, I had a chance to interact with uh, that one person that I was really having trouble with before. And I noticed that I had no emotional charge. I was not really engaged in emotionally in the conversation. We had to have a meeting on some logistics and we you know, we went through the meeting, you know, this is what we're going to do, this is what you're going to do, great, and walked away. And I had no emotional charge to the meeting. And I, that was kind of what caught my attention the most was, wow, I hadn't intentionally done anything about being less defensive or about blaming anyone for the situation. I just was emotionally detached. And that felt so good. So, you know, we're talking about life with less baggage. Well, here's a great example of feeling lighter and I didn't really do much. So I want you to really focus on what we're doing, what the strategy that we're doing here is just awareness. By building your awareness, you don't really need to take a whole lot of action beyond that. So just by journaling, by catching yourself and saying, oh, there it is again here, I'm being defensive and just kind of capturing that on paper, what's, <clears throat> what's going on, what's the situation, how am I feeling? And that's it. So you'll notice I'm not really telling you to do something about that. I'm not saying, okay, if you're catching yourself being defensive in 10 different situations, let's try to cut that to five. You know, there's no strategy like that. It's just catch yourself in the situation, be aware of it, and that's it. And move on. And I think you're going to find, and what I'm finding, is that you'll just naturally move to a different set of behaviors. That naturally will fall away, that whole feeling of blame, the feeling of defensiveness just kind of naturally shifts. And I'm very big into the law of attraction. And as you raise your vibration, as you start to focus on other things, those things that were bothering you, those heavy negative things start to fall away. 
And that's definitely what I noticed this week. And it was amazing how much it shifted. You know, I had that conversation that we just talked about, but then I had another conversation with my boss who, you know, in I think 19 years of being a boss myself, I've never had my own boss really take an interest in me. And I've had several bosses during that time. But here I am with a new boss I've had for a few weeks. And actually he was very engaged in what I was doing, actually cared what I was doing, actually wanted to find out what I do instead of being ignored, which I had been for a very long time. And that shift, that energy really changed the way I feel about work. And you've heard me say before how much I, I hate my job. And now I'm like, wow, there's, there's some hope. I'm, I'm starting to feel engaged again. I'm starting to be you know, excited about doing the job that I've been doing. So not much has changed. It's just the attitude that people around me have started to change, or at least my perception of the people around me have changed. And I'm drawing more people in that are being more helpful. And I'm, I'm able to accept the help and able to um, see positives in the actions instead of looking at it as one more negative. And all that's happened in such a short time. So we've only been doing this podcast for a couple of weeks. And to see that shift and to feel that shift and to see other signs of it, like all of a sudden I'm sleeping where I haven't been sleeping for a couple of years where I just, I can't get through the night. And this week I've had about four or five nights where even though I might've woken up at 2 a.m., I was able to fall back to sleep and that hasn't happened in forever. And I just want you to see how powerful that is and how simple all I was doing was increasing my awareness. I was just journaling. I was meditating daily, but again, my meditation wasn't trying to reach some you know, Mecca, I wasn't like, oh, I got to be 100% focused on my breath. I was just relaxing and letting you know, my mind wander, but catching it and saying, okay, you know, I'm just watching the show and settling back down, maybe you know, focus on my breathing for a few more breaths and then you know, my mind would wander again, but it wasn't any, you know, there wasn't any rules, there weren't any guidelines. It was just see what your mind's wandering to, bring it back to your breath, let your mind wander again and no right or wrong about it. But I've been doing that. I've been doing the free talking in my car on my way to work and I've been journaling and that's it. And to see this amazing switch in my life and the shift in energy is huge. So I really want you to take that in. And if you haven't been journaling, if you've been like listening to this and being like, yeah, whatever, I'm not going to do that. You're missing it. You're missing the real value here because the awareness is, is the key. You don't have to come up with all these strict practices. It's not like when you go on a diet and you have to follow these rules. All you have to do is just be aware. Where am I blaming people? Where am I feeling defensive? What's triggering me? And that's it. Just notice it and it will go away on its own. And maybe it won't happen as fast for you. Maybe you won't see as dramatic a shift as what I'm seeing. And, and that's okay. There's, there's no right or wrong way. I can't give you any more action steps other than become aware because I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know what you're going through and I don't know what's going to come up for you. What new solutions, what new attitudes will start to show up for you. So all I can say is be aware and then keep staying with that awareness and look for how you might be different. One of the things I was noticing was that when I'm engaged in conversations at work, I'm saying the things I would have said two weeks ago, but I have absolutely no emotional charge. So I, I catch myself speaking still a little negatively about situations and I'd be like, wow, I'm really not emotionally attached to the things I'm saying. And I'm hoping, you know, as I move forward, that those words won't even be coming out of my mouth, that the whole presentation that I'm putting off will shift as well. But for now, you know, the words are still kind of there. There's still a little bit of that old me in those words, but I have no emotional charge. I walk away from a conversation and I'm not feeling totally stressed and totally defeated and angry. All of that is really falling away. And I walk away from the conversation. I'm like, okay, what's next? 
and that to me, I, I just, I don't know if I can convey that, but it is huge for me. That is a big shift and in such a short time. So look for that in your life and allow it to happen at its own speed. Don't force it. Don't try to say, you know, well, Julianne got this done in such a short time. I should be doing it. No, it, it doesn't matter. Everybody's life is different. Everybody's awareness is going to be different. You know, you just need to practice and stay with it and stay present and let whatever happens happen. So that's a little bit of a backstory or catching up from what's happened since our last two episodes. Now let's move into the topic for today, which is why be normal. And this topic is going to start to lead into what we'll go through for the next couple of weeks. And what I want to do is I don't want to spend all our time on mental baggage. I also want to work on physical baggage. So this is kind of a nice bridge between the mental baggage and the physical baggage. So why be normal? Let's look at what that is and how that means, how that's a piece of baggage. So normal is what you define as, you know, the right way to be or the way that everybody is and that you're, you know, the keeping up with the Joneses thing where you feel like you have to do something or be something or have something because everybody else has it. And I'll give you an example. Um, I had a big SUV. I've had probably five SUVs in the last, you know, leases one after another, probably so that's 15 years of SUVs and they're big, they're, you know, they're gas guzzlers, but they get me through the snow. I live up in the Northeast part of the country. And so, you know, I've always loved having this big SUV and all my friends have SUVs. My, most of my family has an SUV or has a pretty uh, high-end car that can deal with the weather. Um, you know, my mom drives an Lexus SUV and, you know, that's a very high-end car. And so that to me was normal. And as I was ending my last lease, I didn't want to have such a high car payment. And I didn't want to have to deal with a lease where I couldn't drive the same amount of miles. You know, I was really struggling to stay within those 15,000 miles in the, the time frame that I had. And so I wanted to purchase a car and I wound up buying a used Prius, this little red used Prius. And, you know, it's great at gas and it's, you know, I can drive it as much as I want and my car payment's lower again, because I bought it used. And I am embarrassed of the car. And I was thinking about it, like, why? This was a conscious choice. I chose it because I wanted a lower payment. I wanted to be able to drive further, and I wanted something that was really good on gas. And, you know, I was driving one day, and one of my friends said to me, oh, I didn't even know that was you in the parking lot because that's not your kind of car. And, you know, and I felt, I was like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. I have this little red, you know, Ford or a little sedan thing, you know, how, how cheesy is that? And that's because I was comparing myself to everybody else. What's normal in my world is to have a big SUV. And I'm feeling bad about something that was a positive choice. It's positive for my finances. It's positive for the planet. You know, it, why am I feeling so negative about something that I chose to do for all the right reasons? And that's what I'm getting at when it's the why be normal is what are you doing that you're only doing because it's what everybody else is doing. It's because what's expected. So where do you um, live? Do you live in a house that's like everybody else's house? Do you feel like it has to be like everybody else's house? Do you, um, like at my, my work, everybody has their nails manicured. They all have acrylic nails or gel nails, and I don't. And you know that's the norm out there. And I'm, I'm looking at people like, oh, should I have my nails done? I'm like, no, I, personally, I choose not to, but that's the norm where I work. So what are the things that you're doing that you really don't need to do or don't even really care to do or you're doing for the wrong reasons, 
because everybody else is doing it? What's something that might be dragging you down? Like, does everybody go out on Friday night and have a couple of drinks and you just go along because it's the normal thing to do, but you don't really want to spend the money or you don't really want to be out. You'd rather be home curled up under a blanket with your dog. You know, what are the things that you're doing that you're chasing to be like everybody else? And this might take you a little bit to start to become aware of because it might not hit you on the surface and you may have to think about it, but just pay attention to the things like, what do you choose for lunch? Is it because everybody else is choosing that? If everybody's eating salads, are you eating a salad, but you really want a burger or vice versa? Is everybody eating burgers and you want to eat something healthier, but you're not? What are some of the choices that you're making? And again, have that journal and just jot them down. You know, do you listen to certain music because everybody else is listening to it? Um, do you dress a certain way? Yeah, one of the things that came up for me in the last couple of months was we had our house on the market. And in the price range we were at, there were certain things that were expected in a house of that quality, especially when it came to the kitchen. They were expecting you know, a higher-end kitchen you know, with granite countertops and ceramic floors. And I don't like to cook. <laughs> when we built this house, I didn't put a whole lot of energy into the kitchen. You know, it has the basic appliances has laminate countertops and, you know, has a vinyl floor, a linoleum floor. And that to me, it was fine. And I had no problem with it until I put my house on the market and my realtor was talking about some of those points. And all of a sudden I became very self-conscious of my kitchen and started to really feel negative about it. Like, oh, my kitchen's not as nice as it should be. It's not the normal for the house of my price range. My kitchen's not normal. And I started to really, really feel bad about it. And then when we couldn't sell the house and we wound up taking it off the market, I'm sitting there looking at the kitchen going, all right, should we, we take all those countertops off and put new granite ones in? And should I redo the whole floor? And I'm thinking about it. I'm like, none of this bothered me before my realtor mentioned it. I was perfectly content with my kitchen. I had no issues. I didn't even notice any of these factors. It just, it worked for me. It worked for my family and that was it. And here I am contemplating spending tons of money on something I don't even care about. I could care less. You know, if somebody buys this house later and wants to put granite, granite countertops in, have at it, go for it. I could care less. So why am I trying, why am I thinking about it? Why am I getting negative about it? Why am I contemplating spending a ton of money when I really don't care about it? When it's only because I'm trying to keep up with the Joneses. I'm trying to keep up with other people who have a house like mine and what they would put their money into. How silly is that? So, you may have to have situations like that where you start to become aware of it. You may be out shopping with friends and they're all doing something in particular. Or maybe they're going off and buying you know, the, the $5 coffee when you're just as fine with the $1 coffee. You know, what are you doing to fit in, to feel normal? And sometimes it's okay. Sometimes you might be like, you know, I really like, I really enjoy something. Like some people really enjoy having their nails manicured and having you know, gel nails or acrylic nails. That's fine. If you really, truly enjoy it, then I'm not telling you not to do it. What I'm telling you to do is be aware of things that you're doing only because it's normal and because you want to be where everybody else is being. You know, if you get pushed into a lot of those, this time of year, it's a fall, you know, we're well into fall and the holidays are approaching. And so you'll see a lot of those home parties. So um, in the United States, we have Pampered Chef, Avon, you know, a lot of these jewelry type parties. And so you wind up buying a bunch of stuff because everybody else is buying stuff, but you don't even want it. You know, you can start to say no to some of those things. You don't have to go to the candle party or whatever, whatever your friends are pushing now. And, and that's great for them. I'm not saying it's bad to have a, a home business like that. I'm just saying you don't have to buy if it's not something that you enjoy or that you 
want to have in your life. So really start to think, what are you doing only because everybody else is doing it? And what would you rather be doing? So think about that. Like I look at my kitchen, I'm like, it's just totally fine. I'd rather spend my money on something else. I don't need to spend the money on that. And when I look at my car, I'm like, you know, I'm benefiting. I'm overall, my payments are lower and I'm doing something I feel better about. It's better for the environment that I have this very fuel efficient car and I'm getting between 50 and 70 miles um, per gallon every day compared to the 23, 24 I was getting in my SUV. So I have to feel good about that. I don't have to beat myself up because it's not the normal thing. It's not what everybody else has. So start to feel good about the choices that you're making that are not normal. Why do you have to be normal? Why do you have to fit someone else's mold? We all agree that everybody's an individual and that we all have our own way of doing things. So then why are we trying so hard to fit into the mold? Why do we have to have the latest gadgets? You know, I know a lot of people that might be embarrassed about their phone because it's not the latest and greatest. So what? If it does what you want it to do, and if it has, you know, the few apps that you care about, what do you care if it doesn't have all the best camera or the, all the latest bells and whistles? Does that really matter? Think about it. And, you know, do you want to spend the money? Do you need to go into debt and have this, you know, 30 payments on your phone plan if you don't really care about the phone? Do you have to have the latest Apple 10? Probably not. So think about what really, really is important to you. And this is going to be valuable because, again, in the United States, we're moving into the holiday season where people start to spend a lot of money that we don't need to spend. And we're going to be focusing on the, the physical uh, baggage as we go forward. So this is a great groundwork for you. This is a great time to spend the, the week really focusing on what am I doing? Where am I spending my money, my time, my energy? That really I'm only doing because it's expected. It's normal. It's part of my social circle, my social culture, my family culture. And then decide if you really want to do it. If you're somebody who really hates cleaning your house and you clean it every single weekend because it's expected, stop cleaning. <laughs> you know, Clean once a month. Who cares if there's a little bit of dirt on your floor? If it doesn't bother you and it doesn't bother your family, so what? Stop trying to please other people and live up to their expectations. Instead, start to look at your normal. And your normal says, I only spend you know, two hours a month cleaning and the rest of the time I spend with my family. Whatever, whatever it is, start looking at your choices and make the ones that are good for you. Make your own version of normal. Normal for you is this, not what the Joneses are doing, not what all your neighbors or friends are doing. So have fun journaling this week. Again, remember I've got that brand new journal out on Amazon if you're interested in that. And we'll talk to you next week where we're gonna to start to move into the physical things, physical clutter, physical baggage. Can't wait to talk to you. Until then, have a great week and leave comments anywhere um, that you find this podcast or even on the blog. Again, the blog is uh, A Lighter Life. I'm sorry, the blog is Life with Less Baggage, uh, but the podcast is A Lighter Life. So I will talk to you soon and have a great week.